Welcome to the I Love Annuities podcast. I'm your host, Jeremiah Conjure, retirement planning expert and annuities educator. With retirees living longer than ever before, it's never been more important to have a plan to address longevity. Listen in each week as we identify how annuities mitigate longevity risk with lifetime income while reducing market volatility risk and increasing your overall portfolio returns. Our mission is to show our listeners how annuities create better retirement outcomes. Thanks for joining us. Now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the I Love Annuities podcast. I'm your host, Jeremiah Conjure, here with my sidekick, Steve Rosewell. How are you today, Steve? I'm well, Jeremiah, and yourself? I'm doing great. Another beautiful day here in Florida. Um, but we're excited to, sh- to lead into this new episode. We're going to be breaking down the basics of one of the fastest growing types of annuities in the marketplace today, and those are fixed indexed annuities really excited to show you guys how these types of annuities can be a very powerful tool to consider using as part of an overall strategy in your retirement portfolio. Steve, so talk to us a little bit about your understanding of fixed index annuities. I think it's basically going to be important to break down how they work, what they do, how they do it, and who their intended audience is. Uh, when, you know, who should be considering taking a look at a fixed index annuity? Right, Jeremiah, that's, that, those are all great points. So um, fixed indexed annuities are, are basically broken down into two parts. You have, uh, oh, you can look at a fixed index uh, annuity from a growth perspective or a growth strategy, or you could look at it from an income strategy. Today, I want to talk a little bit about the growth strategy. So where are we today? Uh, our retirement community is, is running around trying to find all types of ways to be able to find um, cash flow um, and safe cash flow um, through dividends or yields from bonds and things. And it, it just doesn't exist today. And uh, what we what we do is uh, we suggest taking a look at these fin- fixed indexed annuities um, and those with the growth strategies uh, to be a part of the overall investment strategy to augment and give you the opportunity for increased um, growth in an overall portfolio. So what am I saying? Well, if you go on the marketplace today, Jeremiah, goodness gracious, when you look at the yield curve, um, the yield curve says, "Ah, you're not going to get very much money, less than 2%. I mean, you go to CDs, you go to bond funds, you go to corporate bond funds, you just go to pretty much any vehicle out there, well, any vehicle out there, and you're going to get very, very low rates of return. Well, this is going to continue for a long time. I mean, we didn't put this uh, uh, economic market together, but we just have to work within it. What I think that from the very beginning, a target audience, and going back to our first strategy, you know, when we look at annuities, we have to first figure out which one and today we're talking about the fixed index uh, annuity. We're talking about specifically for growth. And who's the target audience? When, when should you use one of these? Well, we use them all the time to do bond replacements for folks that are getting ready to enter into retirement or are in retirement so that they can mitigate the risk and all types of risks 
that are associated with um, their overall investment portfolio. The thing that's really great about uh, these uh, fixed index annuities is they have low correlation to the market when you set them up uh, the way that people like uh, Dr. Roger Ibbotson says. He wrote several papers on the value of using fixed indexed uh, annuities, uh, especially uh, on the growth, looking at the growth side uh, as, as far as a bond replacement. A lot of folks didn't know that, Jeremiah. Did, did, did you know that? Yeah, so when I first started studying annuities, fixed indexed annuities were uh, one of the first types you know, that I really delved into to understand the logistics of them and how they can help you know, somebody planning for retirement or entering retirement. And the thing that you know, I think is important to point out is that fixed indexed annuities offer a contractual, contractual guarantee of principal protection. They have a 0% floor built in to the index strategy so that in the event the market index ever goes down, your money's going to stay level and exactly where it was uh, with any gains that you've also uh, accrued over that time period as well. So Roger Ibbotson will include the white paper that he wrote that proves fixed indexed annuities are an alternative to consider when looking at replacing bonds in an overall retirement strategy. You see, when you look at the traditional uh, retirement planning and how you know you use a mixture of equities and bonds and you know you're diversifying your portfolio to mitigate the risks of volatility and traditionally you know when your equities were performing well your bonds were usually down and when your bonds were performing well your equities were down so you kind of hedge that volatility risk well in today's certain uh, or uncertain I should say economic environment you know, that is no longer the case. We're seeing bonds at all-time lows. The uh, Treasury, I saw somebody on LinkedIn today, uh, she she was bragging, or at least, uh, you know, she put, wrote a post about the 10-year Treasury being 81 basis points and that she was hoping it doubled within the next year. And, I mean, if you think about that for a second, if you just go back a handful of years, um, interest rates were, you know, a few percentage points, and now we're, we're, we're praying that they go over 1%. When you look at what bonds used to do and how they were how they performed in a traditional retirement portfolio, you know, they they earned enough yield to be able to generate income. And today's day and age, that's not the case. You can't rely on less than one percent yield to generate enough income or what we would refer to as safe income in retirement. So today's episode is going to be discussing the growth opportunity found in fixed indexed annuities and how they can be a great bond alternative in your overall retirement portfolio. Steve being the brainiac that he is, he's going to dive into the logistics of fixed indexed annuities and how they work and why you should consider looking at them. Jeremiah, please do me a favor. And if I start you know, getting into the weeds here, pull me out because you know okay. how quickly I can get into the um, real details of the structure. But let's uh, take a step back and let's just look at the words. Fixed, indexed annuities. And let's just break it down very simple. Because Jeremiah made a great point just a couple of minutes ago. Fixed. Well, the fixed represents zero downside because you have a contract. And in the contract, it says that your principal will never be less than what you originally put in. And that's because it's in a fixed annuity. But you put fixed indexed 
annuity and you ask your question, what's the index? So I'm going to talk about that for a couple minutes. And Jeremiah, again, you know, a little caveat, if I uh, get too down, too far down in the weeds, please, please uh, pull me back up. I want to point out to everyone that we're structuring this series as a 101 series, a 201 series and a 301 series. So in the 201 series and the 301 series, I'll really dive into the various structure and how indexes are actually built, put them together. I've actually built indexes. So I have a very good understanding of how they're put together, why they're used. But today we're just gonna start out with the 101. So what's an index? It's, it's basically a basket of assets. So take a step back. What is the standard and poor's 500. It's a basket of assets. And then the question just becomes how they structure that basket of assets that becomes an index. Let's just from a very high perspective say, well, why would they put together an index? Well, first of all, it's passive. So once you put it together, you have these massive computers that are back behind the scenes and, and they run these passive indexes. Well, what does that mean? No cost to maintain it no cost to maintain. That's one of the values of the index and why in the structuring of putting an index inside of annuity, it begins making a lot of sense because the first thing is, number one, you have no downside. Wow, great. Well, let's look at bonds. Let's look at that, that, that um, gal that was saying, oh, that 81 basis points that I can get in the 10-year treasury today, I'm hoping it goes to uh, 1.6. Well, guess what? If it goes to 1.6 next year, she's probably taking about a 30% reduction in the value of her principal because there's an inverse relationship between the coupon or the yields on bonds and the underlying value or the principal of the underlying asset. You mitigate that risk when you take an index and you put it inside of an annuity. Because of that fixed statement, it becomes zero downside. So that's a tremendous benefit. Now, in regard to the upside, there's also benefits. Because of the structure and the type of annuity that, excuse me, the type of index you use. And by the way, there's thousands of indexes out there. So it's very important to understand the right one that it's accomplishing what you want to accomplish um, for that particular portion of your portfolio. But what, what, what are the benefits? Well, it has volatility reduction. It has diversification. It has inflation protection. It has rising rate protection. It has downside protection. So those are a lot of the benefits of, uh, of the index that's inside the overall annuity. And uh, here in just a minute, um, I'll talk about the structures of an annuity that you take and you basically build that shell, we call it an annuity, and you put that index. But Jeremiah, I think what's really important, I think we have a graphic that you had put together that kind of gives an idea of understanding where a fixed index annuity rates in relation to risk with other assets in the marketplace. Is there a chance you could bring that up and maybe speak to it for a minute or two, please? Yep, there it is. Yeah, so for those of us that are listening and on the podcast, obviously you cannot see the visual, so I'll try to explain you know what we're what it is that we're looking at exactly so that you can kind of envision it in your head but basically we're looking at a, a scale uh, a weighted scale and from the left hand side of that scale you'll have your riskiest types of investment vehicles we have stocks from the left and uh, mutual funds variable annuities bonds and then as it crosses over to the right hand side of that scale you have cash cds 
fixed annuities and then fixed indexed annuities. And it's basically just trying to show the visual concept of which vehicle is going to give us the opportunity to grow and do so with the least amount of risk. And that's where you'll find fixed indexed annuities on the opposite side of, of stocks. It, it's still going to give you a growth opportunity while also reducing your risk to literally zero because of the contractual guarantee of that annuity wrapper around the index strategy. You have a 0% floor. So any monies that you invest in a fixed indexed annuity, you can get a lot more sleep at night knowing that regardless of economic conditions and market fluctuations, your investment is sound and it's going to stay right where it is, plus any gains that you may have locked in throughout the time period you've owned that annuity. Right. That's a great graphic. I think it gives a good perspective. So I'm going to go ahead and pick up there and, and continue a little bit more on the, on the structuring and talk a little bit more about indexes uh, because there's uh, many, many, many different types of strategies. And one of the strategies that does make a lot of sense is a little bit more complex, but it's a, it's called a multi-asset risk control strategy. And uh, we've used a lot of those, especially as a bond alternative in the, in, in the portfolios. And that's a really, really great strategy that is not passive. It's, it's, it's actually um, somewhat active in, in that the rebalancing can be done from uh, a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, all depending upon the rule sets that they use. But just again, uh, part of the things we'll talk about the 201 strategies is we'll get into um, how the structures of the indexes are. But suffice to say, those are those are good questions that you need to ask your advisor uh, when you're looking at fixed index annuities. But what I want to talk about now for a couple of minutes is the actual annuity structure. And I call it the wrapper. And inside the wrapper, which is really the contract, inside the contracts, they have this area that talks about the crediting strategies. And that is, how do I take what that annuity has done when it goes up, and, excuse me, what that index does when it goes up, and how do I credit that appreciation to the overall annuity contract? And this is where you maybe grab a piece of paper and a pencil, uh, but if you're driving, just kind of put this to memory. You can always come back to, to uh, our YouTube channel and take a look at this. But there's three points that you need to know. And the three points are you need to know what the participation rate is. You need to know what the cap rate is. And you need to know what the spread rate is. As far as the crediting strategies for a fixed index annuity. Because... As an example, if we have an index and let's say it appreciates over the course of a, of a year, let's say it appreciates 5% and the participation rate is 100% and the cap is unlimited, then that means that it's going to appreciate the value of your annuity contract to appreciate by 5%. Let's take the same example and say the next year it goes down 5%. What happens? Well, it participates 100%. However, you have that floor. That's that fixed word, zero. What ends up happening that year, you get zero. Well, let's now throw in this next term called a cap rate. Let's say we have a participation rate, and the participation rate, we'll say, is 100%, but we have a cap, and we put a cap rate in there of 4%. Same example. The index appreciates 5%. The participation says, oh, we can credit 5%. However, the cap 
is 4%. So what happens is 4% is credited to your account, okay? And that's how the crediting strategy works in a combination of participation and cap. Same thing, what if the market went down and the index went down 4%? Well, you'd have participation, uh, excuse me, of 5%. Your participation of 100 minus minus four. However, guess what? That word fixed comes in again. You're now back to where your account does not depreciate at all. You just get a zero while all your friends are, are walking around with that 4% or 5% loss. Okay. Again, the value of the structure of an annuity. So now we've talked about the participation rate. We've talked about the cap rate. Now, another rate that's in there is called the spread rate. And that is what I kind of equate to when you when you go to the casino, that, that that's the amount that the, the house kind of scrapes off the top. It's called it's called a spread rate. So you may have a participation of 100 percent and then the spread rate is say one percent. What does that mean? Well, let's use the same example. The index goes up five percent. You participate five percent because you are at a hundred percent participation rate. So your credit is five percent minus that spread rate. In our example, we'll say the spread is one percent. The house gets the first one percent. You get the next four percent. Sometimes folks want to equate a spread to a fee, but it really isn't a fee. It's, it's actually a spread, and it's a rate that's built into the contract. Because the difference between a fee and a spread is a fee, you get charged it no matter what occurs. As far as the spread, you have to have at least some participation. So in the event that the market index were to go down, the spread rate wouldn't apply. So those are three terms, Jeremiah, that everybody really needs to understand with the structure of an annuity. And make sure that when you talk to your advisor that he explains to you what the index does in regard to the participation rate, as far as the cap rate, in regard to the spread rate. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Steve. I think it's also important to point out that it is possible to, you know, buy an annuity and the index strategy with inside it with only having a participation rate and no cap and no spread. So you don't have to get a strategy that has all three of those together. They're usually independent. However, sometimes you will see them where they'll have 100% participation with a cap or 100% participation with a spread. Um, but we're, we're real big fans of the participation rates themselves and them being exclusive without a cap and without a spread. That's where we find the highest opportunities for growth. And you don't have to worry about limiting your upside or limiting, um, you know, how much you can take home. So I, 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 I agree point out. Go ahead. Please I was just ahead. saying, I think it's important to point out, but uh, keep going, Steve. No, no, I, I agree with that. Um, the participation rate without a cap makes all the sense in the world. Hey, Jeremiah, there's a new uh, thing that's happening in the marketplace that I think is really cool, and it really gives a, a lot more upside opportunity, and it's called an enhanced rate. And we're finding that uh, a lot of these fixed index annuities are starting to offer enhanced rates. And that's exactly what it means is that it's enhanced above the 100%. We, we see them as high as 140, 160, you know, even as high as 200% um, a few weeks ago. And there there is a small fee that's associated with it, but it becomes a very simple 
um, mathematical exercise to determine, you know, if it makes sense to pay the fee for the enhancement and look at what the return would be um, if the index has a performance. And then you go back and look at the track record of the index. And when you do the mathematics and do the economics, it makes a lot of sense to take a look at some of these enhanced rates. They, they're, they're very, very um, beneficial for the overall return uh, for the uh, overall fixed index annuity. Just want to make sure you, you knew about that. Yeah, so there's a lot of opportunities now in the fixed index annuity space for growth. A lot of these insurance carriers that are offering these products you know, they're using proprietary index strategies that they can really mitigate the risk of volatility and hedge, you know, those ups and downs a lot, a lot more um, efficiently than they used to in the past before, you know, algorithms and artificial intelligence came into the picture. So it allows them to try to offer higher growth potential because at the end of the day, you have to understand the insurance companies they're just trying to bring money into the house. They're just trying to, to attract people that want to buy fixed indexed annuities. And why do we want to buy them? We want to try to shield our investment from market volatility, but give us upside potential. And so insurance companies are finding very unique uh, ways and safe ways to offer these growth opportunities using these enhanced index strategies. And they are charging a small fee. And when I say that, it's you know usually one to one and a half percent at most. Um, so, you know, just right in line with what your money would be charged if you were having someone manage it. So you're not paying astronomical for these enhancements. But, um, you know, I think it's important to note that there, there are a lot of opportunities now in that space for enhanced growth opportunities. There are tell us who you know who should be considering buying a fixed indexed annuity. You know what age is ideal to take a look at these, and uh, you know tell us who what the intended purpose is for those types of people. Right, that's a great question. So we're talking today about what we call growth fixed indexed annuities. We're going to talk about um, income based uh, fixed indexed annuities in our in our next uh, podcast. But let's talk about the growth now. Let's see here. I started working in this business in 1980. So I've had the opportunity to see interest rates around 20%. And I've had the opportunity to see interest rates where they are right now and go back and look in history. You know, we, we can't tell the market what to do. We, we just have to work with what the market gives us, what the market gives us today and give a general understanding of what it looks like it's going to look like going forward. So let's look at let, let, let's look at when does a fixed index growth annuity make sense? We'll look at it from the eyeballs or the perspective of someone that's soon to retire or has recently retired or maybe is well into retirement and still has a sufficient amount of assets in the marketplaces. So we're going to talk about people, Jeremiah, that are say. 55 years old and up, okay? Well, one of the things that they don't want to have happen is they don't want that bond portion of their portfolio to deteriorate over the course of the next five or 10 years. There's one thing for sure. Back in the 80s and the 90s, even when, when it made sense to put bonds in portfolios, what were they designed to do? You buy them, you hold them, they mature at the principle that you bought them at, and in the meantime, they give you interest and you use the interest to, to live on. Well, 
that doesn't work anymore. Right now, it's very difficult unless you have a very large portfolio to actually go out and buy the individual bonds. So what do you do? You buy bond ETFs or you buy bond mutual funds. By the time you get done paying the fees with these low interest rates, you're basically making very, very little on the upside. And this has only occurred in the last couple of years. So the people that we want to look at are those folks that were looking to the bond portion of their portfolio to be able to generate income. You take that bond portion of that portfolio out and you replace it with a fixed indexed annuity. And what have you effectively done? Exactly what you wanted the bond portfolio to do before. You buy that bond, it matures at, 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 at the same amount that you, you bought it for. So it matures a term that we call par, which means you have zero downside. Well, guess what? That's that fixed part of the fixed index annuity. You have zero downside. But let's look at the upside. There's no upside. There's no upside whatsoever as far as the yield. And with that bond portfolio, if like that gal that we talked about earlier, interest rates go from 81 basis points to 160 basis points, the value of that bond portfolio will go down. So that is a person that should really take a look at a fixed index strategy that has what I call a low correlation to the market. This is where I get into my 201 lecture a little bit, but the low correlation to the market so that when the markets don't participate like they did in March, just this year, 2020 March, you looked at a lot of bond portfolios and, and, and they were supposed to help mitigate the risk. You look at the corporate bond portfolios and you will find that during March, most of those corporate bond portfolios actually went down with the market. That did not do what, the, what, what they were intended to do, which gets back to why these fixed index and actually these volatility, volatility control fixed index annuities are very, very beneficial. Now, let's take a look at the person that's 55 years old and younger. They're approaching retirement. They're trying to structure the retirement. Well, again, why not do the same thing and replace the bond portion of your portfolio? So in the course of the next 10 years, between now and the time you're going to retire, you're not going to lose any principal in the bond portion. Plus, you've grown the opportunity to be able to turn on an income stream that we'll talk about in, in, in the next in the next sessions, uh, which will be the fixed index annuities income strategy. Yeah, so, for those of you out there that, you know, maybe you're, you know, you understand that you have a 401k or an IRA and you, you know, you might have it even just set up as a target date fund for your retirement date. And you don't really understand what your portfolio is comprised of. That's okay. We work with people every day that, you know, they, they know they have some bonds, they know they have some stocks, but they don't know the mix. But basically what we usually will follow with that is what we call the rule of 100, where you'll take your current age, subtract it from a hundred, and that's the amount of uh, percentage that you should be kept in equities or, or stocks. And then the remaining part of that 100% should be in bonds. So if you're 60 years old, uh, you should have approximately uh, 40%, right, Steve? Around 40% in stocks, 60% in bonds. Yes, and, and, and that's not a good strategy right now uh, because if the interest rates do go back up, the value of those bonds are going to go down. If interest rates stay down, the, the, the income that those bonds throw off is not going to be sufficient. And, and when you look at the um, fixed index annuity, you mitigate both those risks. 
I mean, Jeremiah, I don't know if you remember, but going back to 2008, okay, the, the, the volatility that we saw in those marketplaces, especially when you're talking about those target target funds, it, it broke the calm that was present in the financial markets from the period of around 2004 to 2007. And this is one of the reasons why these um, indexes were, were built, and, and, and especially the risk control indexes. Because what most people don't realize is that it wasn't just the stock market that pulled back 56%, but just about every asset class across the board didn't have the correlation between the assets um, increase, be increased like they were hoping. The exact opposite happened. We'll talk about that in our 201 classes and, and, and 301 classes. But I think something that is really, really important to talk about with our, our 101 classes today is I think you have another chart that is a, it's a great uh, representation of where that fixed comes in. I think it, it shows how that downside um, and down type markets um, what that experience actually looks like graphically. Maybe pull that up, yep, there it is. Maybe pull it up and speak to that for a couple of minutes because this is super important. Because I, as I tell people, especially when they're crossing over that 55 year old mark, is it's not how much money you make, it's how much money you don't lose because you don't have bounce back on your side. So go ahead and speak to that, please. Yeah, so this graph is intended to show you know, the way a fixed indexed annuity with the 0% uh, floor would actually work uh, in, on a traditional graph. So if you're not watching or not looking at this video live right now, maybe you're driving, uh, basically we're looking at a chart and the chart's going to show a line that's going to indicate the S&P 500 index. So if you're familiar with the way that looks on a graph, it's going to look like a heart rate. You know, a lot of spikes here and there, a lot of drops. It goes up and down, up and down. It looks very choppy, almost looks like a mountain range, if you will. On a fixed indexed annuity, when you invest your dollars in there with that 0% guaranteed floor and a 100% principal protection, when the market goes up, your indexed strategy is going to be credited based on your participation rate, cap or spread. And uh, for example, if it goes up 10% and you have a 50% participation rate, your contract would be credited 5% for that given year. But the very next year, if, the, if that index that you're tracking goes down and it has a negative loss for the year, your, your strategy will stay level, including any gains that you've locked into that point. So when you look at it on this chart, when you look at it on the graph, it's going to look like a staircase. You know, it's going to go level if during years that are down, up during good years, level during down years, up during good years. So it really shows you the ability and why you should consider looking at a fixed indexed annuity in your overall retirement strategy, especially if you're approaching retirement. You see, we call approaching retirement within 10 years, we call that time frame the retirement red zone. And what impacts somebody the most during that period of time is not the, the big gains, it's, it's the big losses. And so imagine retiring back in, you know, 2008. Um, you, you were probably were going to either postpone retirement to try to earn back the monies that you lost, or you were going to just live on less money. So you had one option there, and that was either uh, A or B. 
and you had to pick one. Most people uh, postpone retirement, unfortunately, and that's really the beauty of what a fixed indexed annuity can do. And keep in mind, we're not saying put all of your money into a fixed indexed annuity. What we are saying is that you need to strategically reposition or reallocate a portion of your nest egg in a fixed indexed annuity to act as a bond replacement or a bond alternative, shield your money from those down years, but allow it to still have some upside potential. And then as you approach retirement and that date comes, you know that a, a portion of your portfolio has always been protected. And that usually will be the portion that you'll convert to a lifetime income stream down the road if you feel that something that could be of interest to you. I think that's a good point, Jeremiah. And for, for our listeners, uh, I think it's important for them to understand. Uh, we talked on this a little bit yesterday, but what are our backgrounds? It's pretty neat because the two of us get to work together and, and you come from the insurance industry and are learning a lot about the investment uh, management side of the business. I come from the investment management side of the business and learning a lot about the, the annuity. What does that mean? You know, I started out in 1980 as a stockbroker and we were, we were then taught how to be financial planners. And what we were doing is we were taught how to accumulate assets. And it's interesting because you come from the insurance side of the industry with insurance products and annuities, and you're taught about how to take those assets and turn them into guaranteed income streams during retirement. And with the two of us working together with our strategies, just like you said, we don't say annuities are the answer for everything. In fact, what we say, Jeremiah, is what? How much do you need? As much as, as, much as needed, but as little but as, as much as needed, but, but as little, little, little as possible, but as much as necessary. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's so true because then, then it becomes an education for our client base to understand how do you best use these annuities to determine how much is needed. And it's really great because all of our clients, they all have assets in stocks. They have assets in, 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 in bonds. So it's getting limited. It's actually removing a lot of those, those assets over to the strategy that we're talking about today. And a lot of them never had annuities that are now getting annuities because they're understanding in this day and age, because where interest rates are and the guarantees that are offered by annuities, safe guaranteed income, that it only makes sense. And at the end of the day, the more that they have in annuities that risks off on the overall portfolio, then we can put strategies together on the equity side of the portfolio to be able to you know, maybe even take a little bit more risk. So I just want to make the point that we're not saying, hey, annuities, annuities, annuities. We're saying there's a right place for annuities and we need to understand what that is. Yeah. And like we've said on the first episode, you know, I think annuities have a place in most retirement portfolios, but not everybody's, you know, really what it's going to come up to or some, you know, to summarize that decision, it's how much risk are you willing to take in the marketplace to generate enough income, but not just for the time being, but for over a 25 or 30 year period. In order to do that, especially because of where bond rates are currently, you're going to have to have more equity exposure to generate enough yield. And it, it's just how much risk are you willing to take? That's the question. If you are risk adverse, then a fixed indexed annuity or a lifetime income annuity of some sort may be the answer to help you mitigate 
the longevity risk that we all face going into retirement. That's right, Jeremiah. In some of our 201 and 301 classes, we'll spend a lot of time really diving down into the retirement process so that we can you know, very quantitatively figure out how much should you have an annuity, what is it designed to do in regard to offset those risks. And those will be some of our podcasts for the future. So make sure that you turn it, tune in. Um, I think those are really, really important. Being a master planner, um, I think that planning is is the key to the entire and to the entire question is is to have a good plan and then to be able to fulfill it with the right type of products to be able to um, live your retirement as I call happy. And we'll talk about a happy retirement from uh, retirement uh, planning uh, strategist myself um, in in some of our future meetings as well. So Jeremiah, it's been a great great. Uh, afternoon. I appreciate you inviting me to come on again today. Um, again, another day in paradise here in Florida. Uh, I'm in Jupiter for those folks that happen to be in that particular area. And uh, unless you have other questions for me, I'm going to sit here for the side and you have a blessed day. All right. Thank you for your time as always, Steve. Thanks for tuning in to the I Love Annuities podcast, episode two. To find more information on annuities, generating uh, comparison reports and things of that nature, you can visit us at https colon colon slash slash, just kidding, it's www.annuityassociation.com forward slash find your annuity. We'll be happy to send you out a complimentary report. Everybody have a great day. Be safe and everyone take care of one another. Thanks so much. Good afternoon. Thanks for listening to the I Love Annuities podcast. If you found this content helpful, please subscribe and share this episode with your friends and family. If you'd like to learn more on how an annuity can serve you in retirement, please visit annuityassociation.com forward slash find your annuity for a free complimentary report. And before you go, if you like the podcast, you can support the show by leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Not only do we read every comment, but this will help the show rank and get discovered by new listeners. We appreciate the support. It really does help. Thanks again for listening and be sure to tune in next week to another episode of the I Love Annuities podcast. The information and opinions contained here are provided by third parties and have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Annuity Association. The content on this show is intended for general information purposes only and should not be construed as accounting, legal, tax recommendations, or specific investment advice. This is for education only. The ideas and strategies expressed on this podcast should never be used without first assessing your own financial situation or without consulting a financial professional. Annuity products and guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurer. If you're looking for specific retirement income planning guidance or independent annuity advice, please feel free to visit our website at www.annuityassociation.com and we'll make sure you're connected with a licensed professional. Thank you again for tuning in.